Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where in our hearts we are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives, but the start is what always seems to stop us, but not anymore. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, health and wellness coach, and a recovering perfectionist. Together, we're going to do those things that God has put on our hearts, even though it may be hard. We're going to start messy and start scared because we have to be willing to suck a little in order to become great. I can't tell you how stoked I am that you're here. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey friend, thank you so, so much for being here today. I know I say it every single week, but I am so grateful for your support of this podcast. It had really been weighing on my heart for to do for a long time, but my fear of failure and my fear of what other people would think or my fear that no one would listen or my fear of what the heck am I going to talk about really just held me captain from taking action for so long. So thank you for encouraging me and for listening and for your amazing feedback and reviews. I read them all and they completely warm my heart and just make my day. (laughs) You are the best and I will forever be grateful for this hype squad that this community is becoming. It is pretty dangerous badass. Um, One review that we got recently was from Cynthia Joyner, The Simple Life, and she said, Christy is real and raw. She has so much personality. It's like sitting down with you, chatting it up. I love her heart and passion to help everyone and doesn't hold back what needs to be said. Thank you so much for those kind words, because honestly, that is exactly what I want this podcast to be. I want it to feel like we're girlfriends chatting and picking each other's brains. I want it to be a come with me podcast. Let's learn and grow together rather than a look at me podcast. I know everything because I don't. I'm not an expert in anything. And I just want to link arms with you and um, go along this journey together and grow together. So I'm just very thankful for you. I'm very thankful to be on this journey with you. And I'm just really grateful grateful for this and so proud of this amazing community that we're building together. So I took to Instagram and Facebook last week and this week to ask you what questions you had for me. Nothing was off limits because really I'm an open book, but my goal is to be as transparent and real and raw with you as possible. And so I wanted to know exactly what you wanted to know about me. Um, I got some really great questions and I'm super excited to share them with you today. Um, The names will remain anonymous, but I hope that maybe this will help us feel even more connected. Okay. First question, what is the best financial advice you have gotten for both business and personal? Okay, for personal, ever since I was a kid, my mom made me save half of everything I earned or got as a gift. Trust me when I say I hated it. But when I was 16 and wanted to buy a new to me car, I was stoked when I got to use that money that I had been saving all of those years. And I also believe that it's never too early to start saving for retirement. I opened a Roth account with uh, with money that I got from my grandfather for my college graduation when I was 22, of course, at the urging and the encouragement of my mom, and I deposited $50 a month after that for many years because that's all I thought that I could afford, and now, 16 years into my, um, my career, I am maxing it out every single month because it's important to me that we save for our future, and the compound effect works like crazy, and 
future me is going to be so proud of right now me. I, I really, really wish that schools taught financial literacy, but they don't. So it's up to us as parents to teach our kids how to manage their money responsibly. Another thing that my mom, my mom, of course, she's very wise, taught me was to make sure to never spend beyond my means. That meant creating a budget, saving and sacrificing some of those want purchases for the need purchases. And I'm not saying that I'm the best at this because I'm absolutely not. I actually really have a problem with um, impulse spending and Instagram shopping. <laughs> Hello, Amazon Prime, too. Really? Do you, I mean, raise your hand if you are just obsessed with Amazon Prime. I actually challenge myself to not do any impulse shopping for 30 days during February, March. And I actually did really well for the most part. I think I only had two days of weaknesses, but I really should, now that I think about it, I really should figure out how much money I, I saved that month. For business, I've learned not to be afraid to invest in yourself. It can be really, really scary to spend things, spend money on things that you're not sure um, if you can afford or things that, that are worth it. Or you say, well, when I reach this goal, then I'll spend this. But one thing that I've learned from Shalene Johnson, she always says to pay for help before you're convinced that you can afford it because it frees up your time to do the things that one, you love to do, and two, will help you move the needle forward. One thing that I knew right away with launching this podcast was that as a recovering perfectionist, I was not going to do any of the editing. I knew that it would take me forever to do it in order to make it quote unquote perfect, especially since it's such a learning curve and it's also new to me. So my mentor, Keisha Fitzgerald, said to get rid of all of the road roadblocks proactively before they even occur. So I hired a team to create my music and to edit my my episodes and to actually upload all of them into um, our listening platforms. So this frees up my time to be able to do other things that really make me happy, like creating marketing stories and graphics for each episode. Question number two. If you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, you know that I use a light therapy lamp every single morning. So a question I got was, does it work? And honestly, honestly, I'm not sure yet, but I think it does. So when I last had my blood taken um, my and, and my blood work done, my vitamin D was super crazy low. So my functional medicine practitioner put me on 5,000 IUs of liquid vitamin D, which I accidentally kind of overdosed on because I didn't read the bottle carefully enough. Oops, but that's probably a story for another time. But I will tell you, I did not have sunbeams shooting out of my eyeballs, so that's good. I listened to the Mind Your Hormones podcast, and Corinne, the host, uses a light therapy lamp in the mornings to help with seasonal depression since during the winters it's super dark and it's gloomy wherever she lives. So it helps get sunlight in her eyes, and she says that it's really important to get sunlight in your eyes within 30 minutes of waking up. And since I can't do that with working so early in the morning... I was willing to give this light therapy lamp a shot. So I bought one on Amazon, of course, and I use it first thing in the morning while I'm reading my devotional and while I'm working out. And if I don't work out that day, then I just keep it in the bathroom while I get dressed. The lamp is designed to imitate the sun at noon and it helps fight winter blues and enhances your well-being. And it's really lightweight. It's portable so it can move to different rooms depending on where you start your day. Um, it's uh, chargeable so you can plug it in or you can unplug it and move it around. Super easy. I couldn't find the exact one that I bought, but I will link one similar in the show notes for you to check out. Let me know if you try it and let me know what you think. Question number three. Do you get Botox? 
I love this question. And yes, 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 I do. I usually get my crow's feet done every three-ish months. And then I get my forehead done every other appointment. So every six or so months. I've been getting Botox for about three years. And I really wish that it would have started sooner before my lines were so deep. My crow's feet lines are super, super deep. So even with Botox, you can still see the creases. So I highly recommend starting in your late 20s as a preventative measure. The less time your face has to develop lines, the smoother your skin is with Botox. And I heard someone once say that you do maintenance on your car, so why not do maintenance on yourself? Makes sense, right? I have gotten some some fillers in my cheeks and my lips, but I'm not really 100% in love with it. If you're thinking about doing additional fillers or Botox, just make sure that you go to someone that you trust and someone who will be able to kind of help you decide what look you're going after and what you need to get in order to achieve that look. Question number four, what's your favorite scripture? This one's super easy. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Back in the beginning of 2012, my husband and I were doing a small group study with several couples from our church on John 3.16 by Max Lucado. And it was during this study that I decided to get baptized as an adult. So that scripture will always hold a very special place in my heart. And I actually got it tattooed on my ribs. Question number five, how did you find the initial motivation to take control over your health? Holy moly, that's a really good question. Um, I really had to think long and hard back to the me of June 2016 and really how I felt back then. And to be honest, I've always struggled with body dysmorphia. I touched a little bit on it a couple episodes ago. I'll link that in the show notes if you want to go listen to that one. But when I got pregnant, I was what I thought was healthy. I was skinny and I thought that that was what mattered. I counted calories. I only ate like 800 to 1,000 calories a day and I took Phenermine and I love the compliments that I got. So I thought that that was all that mattered. But when I got pregnant, I gained 50 pounds. And when Bruce finally stopped breastfeeding, I was ready to lose the weight because I'm not one of those magical unicorns who lost all of the baby weight while she breastfed. I actually only lost about 20 pounds. So my body was just clinging to an additional 30 pounds. And I'm only 5'1". So that's a lot of extra weight weight on me. I hated the way I looked. I've deleted so many pictures of me and Bruce because I didn't like the way I looked and I hid in loose fitting black clothing and I even kept the door strategically open in the bathroom so I couldn't see myself in the mirror when I got out of the shower. I was tired of crying in my closet every single day, not having a single thing to wear because nothing fit me and the only thing that fit me were was maternity clothes and the feeling of frustration was so incredibly overwhelming. I was was tired of being more concerned about the way I looked rather than being and spending time with my family. I I finally had enough. I, I hit my rock bottom. But in order to make this work, I had to determine why I wanted to get healthy, why I wanted to make a change. How I look in my clothes was not going to be enough to keep me going when things got hard and things were going to get hard. My deep down punch me in the gut why is that I want to set a positive example for my family, especially my daughter, so that they, she, doesn't have the same emotional struggles I did with body image and food. So I had to start from the beginning. I hate to work out and I didn't know anything about 
healthy eating. So I had to start really, really slowly because if you try to change everything at once, you are setting yourself up for failure. Failure, And I really wanted to change. I actually started by drinking a nutritional shake that's designed to close the nutritional gaps that us as Americans have in our normal modern diets. And I actually still drink this every single day. After about a month of drinking it, I was shocked by how I felt. I was going to the bathroom normally. I had more energy. And when you nourish your body with good nutrition, it's amazing how much better you feel. So I decided to try working out. I chose a super simple country dance program because I didn't like heavy cardio and I didn't like to lift weights. And if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you're probably like, what? Because I love to throw some weights around now. I really just didn't like to sweat. And I still really don't like to sweat. And also because I identified myself as somewhat lazy. I think I worked out three to four days a week for 30 minutes a day. This 30-day program took me a lot longer than 30 days, but that's okay because I finished it and I was so proud of myself. So once I got into the habit of working out, I focused on my nutrition. I still follow the same principles that I learned back then and that I teach my clients in my virtual accountability groups. And now it's just all a part of my routine and daily life. So basically, in a nutshell, I had to decide my deep down why I wanted to change and I had to start slow. As I put in the reps towards making this change and trying something new, I would gain confidence in myself and in my ability to keep this promise to myself. I had to adopt the mindset of the person who I wanted to become. I would tell myself, I am healthy. I am fit. I am worth it. Was it easy? (laughs) Absolutely not. Is it still hard some days? Uh, Yep. (laughs) But is it worth it? Absolutely yes. All right, last question, question number six. What are some tips for teachers who want to live a healthy lifestyle but feel torn? This is such a great question and one that I feel on so many levels. My biggest tip is to start small. And to one, give yourself grace. And two, do not expect perfection. I would start by drinking half of your body weight of out, uh, in ounces of water every single day. And yes, you're going to have to pee more, but it's going to flush out all of those toxins. It's going to keep you mentally clear and it's going to give you natural energy. I also recommend packing your lunch and a couple of snacks the night before for the very next day. That way you have control over what you're eating throughout the day. Well, that's it for today. Let me know if you liked this style of episode. And if you did, I would love to do more just like it. So keep those questions coming. I love you and you mean the world to me. I pray that you have an amazing day. And girl, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any of the episodes as they come out. And friend, remember that you are worthy, you are beautiful, and you deserve to feel your absolute best, both mentally and and physically. I pray that you have an amazing day and I am always rooting for you. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared podcast. If you found anything valuable today, I would be honored if you shared it with a friend who might also find value in it or share it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you for spreading this message. I am so grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you, girl. I'll talk to you soon.